As we live as Christians chosen by God on this present earth, our goal is not that of this world. This world wants to get things for themselves. We are simply abiding on this earth until Jesus comes and removes us and takes us to the new heaven and the new earth wherein dwelleth righteousness. There have been times that we've thought we could make this world a better place. We could make this world righteous by doing certain things or being involved in certain things. But really, if you read 1 Peter chapter 3, you hear Peter talk about the new heaven and the new earth wherein dwelleth righteousness. When I saw that a few years ago, I immediately changed. I'm not going to make this world better. I'm simply trying to follow God and be, therefore, his witness by following him, by doing what he says. Those who are chosen by God will pay attention. Those who are not will not listen to me. Let's look for a moment at 1 John. Look at chapter 4. Start at verse 4. Ye are of God, little children, and have overcome them, because greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. They are of the world, therefore speak they of the world. And the world heareth them. We are of God. He that knoweth God heareth us. He that is not of God heareth not us. Hereby know we the spirit of truth and the spirit of error. We come along speaking things of God. We speak the truth concerning sin to give men an opportunity to see their sin and to repent and to turn to God. We do not approve them in their sin. We show them what the Bible says about the sin, and some will be saved. Some will turn from their sin. For example, homosexual and lesbian. The world is taught today to approve homosexuals and lesbians, but that's not what the Bible does. That's not what God does in the Bible. What does God say in the Bible about this subject? Romans 1. Start at verse 24. Wherefore God also gave them up to uncleanness through the lust of their own hearts to dishonor their own bodies between themselves, who changed the truth of God into a lie and worshiped and served the creature more than the Creator who is blessed forever. Amen. Verse 26, For this cause God gave them up unto vile affections, for even their women did change the natural use into that which is against nature, and likewise also the men, leaving the natural use of the woman, burned in their lust one toward another, men with men, working that which is unseemly, and receiving in themselves 
that recompense of their error which was meet. And even as they did not like to retain God in their knowledge, God gave them over to a reprobate mind to do those things that are not convenient. Back in 2016, I happened upon the Democratic National Convention. I am very non-political. But it was on television, and I stopped a minute and watched it. I was absolutely shocked when I saw a man dressed as a woman sitting there on the platform, being approved by this political party. I'm sure both political parties approve homosexuals and lesbians. The only thing you do by approving sin is to damn the people who are doing the sin. You give them no opportunity to repent as long as they are approved. But it's when we say, this is what God says about the matter, and we quote the Bible, that they have an opportunity to repent of their sin, no matter what their sin is. Several years ago, I was visiting my mother, and she was not born again at the time. I opened the kitchen cabinet and found some coffee mugs with zodiac signs. I had given those to my mother. Why? Why would I have done that? Because I wanted to please her as a child. None of us were born again at the time I did this. But now I'm born again, so what do I do? Well, I see those mugs. I had forgotten about them. I just took a plastic bag and started putting the mugs in a plastic bag. My mother realized what I was about to do, and she said, No, no, stop. What are you doing? I want to keep those. You gave those to me. I didn't say a word. I went out to the alley where there was a garbage dumpster, and I took the plastic bag and beat it against the side of the dumpster until I broke the mugs, not wanting anyone else to be able to find those mugs and use them. And then I just threw the garbage bag into the garbage with the mugs in the garbage bag. I went back into the house. I didn't say a word to my mother. She didn't say a word to me. I went into the bedroom, got my Bible, came back, opened it to Deuteronomy 18, and read the following words to my mother. Starting at verse 9. When thou art come unto the land which the Lord thy God giveth thee, thou shalt not learn to do after the abominations of those nations. There shall not be found among you any that maketh his son or his daughter to pass through the fire, or that useth divination, or an observer of times, or an enchanter, or a witch, or a charmer, or a consulter with familiar spirits, or a wizard, or a necromancer. For all that do these things are an abomination unto the Lord. And because of these abominations, the Lord thy God doth drive them out from before thee. Thou shalt be perfect with the Lord thy God. I closed the Bible. I didn't say a word. My mother sat there quietly for a few seconds, and then she said, Well, I guess we better not do this anymore. She was born again.
She agreed with God. She didn't fight the word of God. She didn't try to explain it away. She agreed with it. She turned from the sin, and she said, well, I guess we better not do this anymore. I went back to where I lived in Dallas, and my uncle wrote to me, and he said, your mother has changed. She's really changed. And she had. She was born again. See, we don't approve their sin. We don't say, oh, well, she didn't mean anything by it. She was doing a sin. Every month when I was a child, she went to the drugstore and bought the monthly horoscope magazine and read my horoscope to me almost daily. That's a sin. That's following after sin. Homosexual acts are sins. It's following after sin. Lesbian acts are sin. It's following after sin. We take the Bible, we read it to the person when we are given the opportunity that they may turn from their sins. We don't approve them and explain the sin away. We share the Bible with the person because that's God's way and that's the way of salvation. Well, these political parties aren't doing that because they're worldly. They're simply trying to get the votes of the homosexuals and lesbians, regardless of how they feel about it. But we're not doing that. I feel certain if a homosexual or lesbian came in my house, unknown to me, and revealed the sin to me that was being done, that I would read the scripture concerning homosexuals and lesbians to that person. And I would not have that person back in my house again as long as that person was continuing the sin. And the same thing about an adulteress, a prostitute, a fornicator, the woman taken in adultery in John chapter 8. What did Jesus say to her? Go and sin no more. And at one point, Jesus said to a man, go and don't do that sin again, lest something worse come upon you. Because after you've been told this is a sin, and you see the word of God, to continue in that sin, you're setting yourself up for something even worse to come upon you. Well, that's what we do as Christians. We speak the word of God. We speak the truth of God. We witness to the truth of God. We believe what the Bible says. All scripture is inspired by God. All scripture. It's as if God is standing there at that moment speaking to the person. And that brings about much salvation. Though some will turn and go away from us. Those who are being saved by God will turn to God when we speak the word of God. We cannot approve them in their sins. We approve God. But the politicians and the people of this world, they don't receive the word of God because it's foolishness to them. Paul told us in 1 Corinthians 2 
Verse 14, The natural man receiveth not the things of the Spirit of God, for they are foolishness unto him, neither can he know them, because they are spiritually discerned. So they will explain away things like homosexuality, lesbianism, adultery, fornication, drunkenness. They're even calling that a disease today. It's not a disease. Drunkenness is listed as a sin in Galatians chapter 5. And Paul says, they who do such things will not inherit the kingdom of God. Cancer is a an illness. Drunkenness is a sin. So you've got to know the difference between sin and illness. There's a big difference between the two. My cleaning lady one time came to me and asked me what I thought about homosexuals. Well, I didn't tell her what I thought. I read the Bible to her from Romans 1. And then she said to me, but what about the talk shows and those people who say they were born that way? Well, I didn't have an immediate answer for her, but a few days later, God gave me an answer, and I shared it with her. It is from Mark chapter 10. In the beginning, God created them male and female. So when you're born, you're either male or female. Later on, we read in Romans 1, because they refused to recognize God as God, and they worshipped and served the created above the creator, God turned them over to vile affections. And that is the truth of the situation, but they weren't born homosexual or lesbian. They were turned over by God to be homosexual and lesbian because they worshipped the created more than the creator. You see people do that all the time. They worship the sky, the stars, the moon, the mountains. We have beautiful mountains where I live. But when I look at the mountains, I see God. I might marvel in the creation, but I marvel in the creation as made by God. I marvel in God's wisdom to set the solar system, to set the earth, to keep it in place, to set the mountains and the things we enjoy. But I don't worship the mountains or the trees because I know God. I see the creator who created the object that I am enjoying. And therefore in Romans 1, it says they are without excuse because all have the creation by which they can see God because it witnesses to God. After my dad was born again, he was talking to his brother, and he said, But can't you see all of this? Look at the sky. Look at the earth. 
Can't you see that there is a creator? The only time I ever saw my dad cry, he was in the hospital, rather helpless, and he was crying. And I said, what's wrong? And he said, Tom, that's his brother. He was concerned about the salvation of his brother. That's a Christian. When they are concerned about other people. There was a time that I had a contractor who, it was a real sad story. His wife turned out to be a lesbian. She had three children by him. Two, one of them died, but she had two living children. And they were elementary school teenager at the time I met this contractor. I felt very sorry for him that his children had no mother. And they were living with their father. I mentioned it to a Methodist man how much I, how sorry I felt for this contractor's children. And this Methodist man said, why are we talking about his children? I don't care anything about his children. I only care about my children. That is not a Christian. He might go to church, but people who are really born of God, they care about other people. And we care enough about them to tell them their sins when opportunity is given. One time a woman told me about her adult-aged son. She showed him something in the Bible, and he said to her, Oh, the Bible is so legalistic. Well, she told me that, and I was so grieved by what he said. I turned to God, and I just said, Oh, I'm so grieved by what this young man said. A few days later, something was revealed to me. God took me to Matthew chapter 7 to the following verses. 13 and 14. Enter ye in at the straight gate, for wide is the gate and broad is the way that leadeth to destruction, and many there be which go in thereat. Because straight is the gate, and narrow is the way, which leadeth unto life, and few there be that find it. I rejoiced over those scriptures. The Bible is the way to life. The Word of God is the way to life. And then I heard this. The world wants freedom to sin, but you want freedom from sin. All of us who are Christians, we want freedom from sin. And the Bible, going in the way of Bible, frees us from sin. But they want to sin and be approved. I would never let them get by with that. If they came around me, came to my house, if I met them at a grocery store and the subject came up and the door opened, I would speak the word of God to them. I'm not interested in saving their feelings. I'm interested in their salvation of their soul, of them turning to God and going in the way of God and worshiping the scriptures and upholding the word of God. So 
I'm not at all in any way involved with politics because I see evil throughout the whole system and I would not be a part of that evil. And I'm overwhelmed at what's going on at this period of time, October 2020, in the United States, where every time you turn on television, you're being told to vote. It's being displayed as a good thing when it's really evil to approve one of these evil men, godless men, who pretends to be godly. You know they're not godly. Well, one of them the other day kind of sheepishly tried to cross himself, and I saw it on the TV screen. He didn't even look real in doing it. He was just trying to show himself in some way to the audience as being godly, never realizing that crossing yourself is not a godly act. It was set up by the Catholic Church. It is pagan and not authored by God at all. It's an ungodly act. But he wasn't even doing the ungodly act well. Why, we know the truth about them. They display the truth about themselves. Now, when they get elected, we really should, when they're called to our mind, pray for them. For heaven knows they need help in making decisions. I don't pray for the president every day, but I do sometimes. When he's called to my attention, because I know he really needs help. Because they are godless people. I don't believe a godly person could ever run for a political office. And certainly not be elected. Because his role in life is to please the voters. And to get votes to please men. Now let's see what the Apostle Paul said about that. Galatians chapter 1. In verse 10, the Apostle Paul says, For do I now persuade men or God? Who is it you're trying to persuade? Or do I seek to please men? For if I yet pleased men... I should not be the servant of Christ. Think about what you are doing as a Christian. Think about what you're doing. I was horrified when I saw some Baptist women going out to decorate graves. What are they testifying to? What are they doing? Who are they trying to impress? My cousin was not born again. Her husband died. She was going to go out and decorate Thurman's grave. And I said to her, Who are you trying to impress? Thurman is asleep. He can't even see what you're doing. He doesn't know you're standing over his grave putting flowers on it. So who is it you are trying to impress? She got very quiet, and she thought about it. And then she said, Well, then I guess it doesn't matter where we are buried. 
And I said, that's right. This was always a very argumentative, angry woman. All my life I heard you had to walk on eggshells around her because she was so sensitive. I spoke truth to her, and I think there's a very good chance she was born again with that truth that I spoke to her about Thurman's grave and decorating it. We don't live as these pagans, these religious pagans. We live by the Bible. What does the Bible tell you to do? What does the Bible tell you to do about Christmas? What does the Bible say about Easter? Do you know what Easter was? It was something created in the 8th century by man. It's not it's not a godly act. It's not prescribed by God. Think about what you do. And they make these feasts and festivals and holidays into idols for men to worship. And they make voting into idols for men to worship. We're Christians. We're not of this world as a Christian. We're of God. What does God want us to do? What we see in the Bible is the thing he wants us to do. And if you have the Spirit of God, he's going to be showing you. If you don't have the Spirit of God, you're just like the world. If you just joined the church without the Spirit of God, as many people have done, it's those who are called of God, who've heard the voice of God. They are the servants of God. I've heard, the, heard God. I've had God call to my memory, by his spirit, sin, and I turn from him. That's what it's all about. And I walk in another way after I heard that. My mother walked in another way after she heard that. This is what a Christian does. But those who just join a church, they just go by the doctrine set up by that church group. And often they will join a church where the doctrine kind of fits what they want to do anyway. They're all lost. But we are of God. We have the Holy Spirit in us, and greater is he that is in us than is in the world. And we are witnesses of God. We don't necessarily try to be a witness of God. We just tell the truth. And we do not approve the sin, ever. Thank you for allowing me to speak with you today.